Welcome back to the Don't Judge Me podcast. Here today with Sir Nigel House for the Wave Files from the Dark Gray Triad. Always looking left because I'm not right. May the fourth be with you. Jay. <laughs> what if I don't want it with me? What if I rather it's travel there. alone? <laughs> well, I'm glad everyone listening right now is with us here on episode 131. Yes, 131 of the Don't Judge Me podcast. And apparently it is May the 4th as we're recording this. So if you're out there listening and the 4th is with you, watch your back because I don't trust it. <laughs> Glad you trust us, though. Um, but if you want to do something else for us, you can do this. Simple assignment. Doesn't take a lot of training. You're already skilled in this. Send us an email, leave us a voicemail, and hit Sir Nigel up on the WhatsApp for you international listeners out there. And I know you're out there. Email address is don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. Our phone number is 410-834-1562. And the WhatsApp is Don't Judge Me Podcast. And Sir Nigel has been diligently waiting by his phone for a message from someone from another country asking if he would do the needful. It hasn't happened yet. He cries every night, I do. but we're working on that. Self-confident, sir. Be self-confident. Since the fourth is with us, Nigel is working on his self-confidence, and you're going to do one or all of those three things, we're all in a good space. Because what we're going to do is judge. We're going to judge accordingly. We're going to judge all episode long. And with that, I'd like to start the show out by shooting some bail. When I shoot bail, it's because I want to say something positive because I know what's coming after this is nothing good at all. So I want to shoot bail to the University of California system, meaning all the California schools under the University of California umbrella, because they are waiving tuition for Native Americans and indigenous people. That's dope. Everybody needs a chance to get ahead. And the University of California system is doing it for Native and indigenous people. Nice. That's amazing. You know, I'm part Blackfoot Indian <laughs> myself. I am uh, part stub toe Indian because I so, stub my toes no. on occasion. That's funny. Um, my actually, I have a shooting bail this week. Ah. Jessica Watkins to become the first black woman to spend months in space. We in space, y'all. Niggas in space. Yeah. I saw a clip where it was like somebody had like a movie like Niggas in Space, and I was like, I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> so because I, I want to know. I mean, I feel like at that point, like I just imagine like, you know, uh, what was that movie? Uh, I mean, a TV show like Homeboys in Outer Home- Space. Yeah, exactly. Like I just imagine like that, like a hoopty or some sort of like blinged out spaceship being mad racist right now. But yeah, I, I just I would love to watch a movie like that to see who was behind that. Like who after they pitched it was like, God damn it, we need to make this. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. Fuck the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. It is in space. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And what we're also going to do is start off with a little bit of judgment. And because it's a little bit of judgment, we're going to be gentle with it. Just a tip. Yep. Un poquito. Un poquito. A dash, a sprinkle, a uh 
Pyong. Of judgment. Stop. <laughs> I don't know how you spell Pyong, but Pyong. that's how much judgment we're about to give right now with a little bit of gentle judgment. And I'll start early this week. Sir Nigel, yeah. I want to share with you the following as soon as I bring it up because I was unprepared. Preparedness is coming. And so is this clip. Do, do, it's a commercial. We don't need that right now. Uh, you know, well, as you're pulling that up, so one of my boys had the uh, the hot Cheeto bo- um, Mountain Dew. And he was like, it's not bad. He's like, it tastes like, he was like, it was like, he said something like limes or something. He's like, now, if maybe it's salt and pepper is too much for you, then <laughs> this is not the drink for you. And I was like, oh, are you attacking me? <laughs> I'm triggered. <laughs> First he's like it, he's like it's not spicy at all he's like i was like I'm, I'm good and i was like oh i actually was not hoping for you to be violently in the bathroom but yeah there it is that well so, if you ahead. take the you take the fiery mountain dew with the blue takis and the uh apple punch if you want things to cool down or whatever and then you're all set i guess but who yeah. the fuck wants hot cheeto mountain dew yeah i don't know that's that's wild. Can you see my screen? No, that's yeah, the wrong yeah, yeah. I think that's sure, the wrong screen. Yeah. Let's see. No, no, it's a, it had the, the lady. Okay. The and here we go. And breaking overnight, also Dave Chappelle is attacked during a comedy show in California. Yeah, this video here shows the moments just after a man jumped the stage at the Hollywood Bowl and tried to tackle the comedian. Well, people in the crowd say the man was pulled away by security guards who kicked and punched him. Other video shows that man being loaded right onto an ambulance later. And it doesn't appear Chappelle was hurt. Now, Chris Rock joined him on stage after and made a quick joke in reference to his slap at the Oscars. Was that Will Smith? Was that Will Smith is what he just said. Well, police later said that one person armed with a gun, a knife was taken into custody. It is not clear if it was the same man in the video. Oh, it was clear. It was the same man in the video. Oh, yeah. I don't know how much you've seen of this. I've seen enough, yeah. They beat this man backwards. They yeah. beat him so bad, his arm was facing the wrong yeah, direction. Yeah, it really was. And I, I, even when I saw that, I was like, shit. <laughs> and did you know one of the people who beat his ass who? was Buster Rhymes? Yo. That's, that's a funny. flex to say Buster Rhymes beat yes. my ass. It is. But he's 23 years old and probably doesn't know who Buster Rhymes is. Well, you know, it's funny. So apparently this same individual had a, a rap disc, I guess, or something about Dave Chappelle the year before. Yeah. Uh, he spells it wrong. They've, he apparently goes by no name, and okay. he had this whole rap song about him. So if he's if he's a rapper, or you know, I mean, that's not a profession. We talked about that before. He's not getting paid for it, so he's no, not a rapper. No, so he he might know about Buster Rhymes. Uh, mm, no, I don't think so. But yeah, no, he uh, he he was wild. He jumped stage. He had like a, a knife tapped to a gun, and um, they whooped his ass. <laughs> You rarely see somebody get a mud hole stomped in them and like the end results. I've never seen someone beat backwards. No, no, no. His it's arm so was bad. disgusting. His like, arm was going in the wrong direction. Yep. And then he has a $30,000 bail. And like, 
imagine like having to go to the hospital and then you're like damn i gotta go to jail <laughs> like can't defend himself with that right arm no uh, like you're you're never gonna be able to use that thing right again like it's it's it is fucked this nigga was beat in reverse yo. yo i've never seen anything like that ever don't you know what I, I feel i feel like chris rock hired this gentleman just so he can make that joke at the end <laughs> well i mean it, that kind of shows that chris rock is a good spirit about everything yeah uh I mean, he is a comedian. I mean, I feel like, you know, you got to make that into a joke. Like, I I know he's going to talk about it on his comedy special, probably. Well, so far from people who've seen him live, they've said he doesn't talk about it. Oh, he doesn't bring it up at all. That's him bringing it up, asking, was that Will Smith? Yeah, that is funny, though. My mom actually brought it to my attention. She's like, you see what happened to Dave Spell? I was like, no, what? She's like, somebody tried to charge the stage and they fucked him up. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. Look this up. Fucked up, fucked up. Yeah, no, his shit was messed up, yo. I've never, and I dislocate my shoulder. It doesn't do that. No. I don't think, know how it goes. At the in elbow, the other... too, bro. Like, I mean, like, it was, I don't even know if it was at the elbow. Like, it was at whatever. the shoulder. It like, was dislocated it... at the shoulder. Oh, and it, it turned going... around. Yes. Boy. Yes. I thought, like, they broke his elbow and it was just bent the other way. No. Nah. Dog. Beat yeah. his arm backwards. Beat his ass backwards. Beat Good his for ass that. backwards. Yeah. And, and the reason it's in gentle judgment is because. He already took the ass whipping. There's nothing more we can do. Nah, but I did. Which is, I love which is how, bringing it to everyone's attention. No, I know. But I also love how like a lot of the news articles is like after the brawl, uh, Madonna, Jay Z, Beyonce all leave the uh, the comedy show, and I'm like, and like what Dave Chappelle doing? <laughs> like that's what I want to know. Like, did you make jokes? Like that's what I want. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear the rest of the though. set. That's what. Yeah, I, I was like, know. I don't care about who left. Like, who gives a shit about them? He was like Christina Milian. I was like, who? <laughs> You sure she wasn't working there? No, probably. Doing concessions. <laughs> uh, would you like some uh, Sour Patch Kids, uh, Jay-Z? Uh, who are you? We, we did a song, I think, together. <laughs> I was on the remix, remember? Uh, yeah, you don't remember me? Dip it low, pick it up slow. You can pick up my candy and give it to me, bitch. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, I'm going to jump over. Social media. Uh, I mean, maybe he'll try to get some clout for it. Social media now has this new trend where apparently women are looking for baddies as best friends. Okay. Pretty much like, I'm so tired of hanging out and with my friends who are all ugly. <laughs> I need some good looking friends that look just like me. And I'm like, damn, that's, that's one way to alienate yourself. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you would respond to that. I wish somebody I hang out, excuse me, hang out with was like, I'm tired of hanging out with ugly people. I'm, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> well, there is a pretty privilege, and they want more of it. Oh yeah, no, they definitely do. And I, I'm just, uh, I really need social media to stop. <laughs> social but, media can't stop. Nah, it, it's not. It won't stop. stop. It nah. never will stop. It's continuous. I just imagine one day social media is going to become like little robots, and they're just going to be like fact checking you all day or something. I don't know. Like a scary movie or something. Who could ever have foreseen that um, back in 1999, when everyone had a Black Planet page, that this is where we would end up? Yeah, back then, the best you tried to flaunt was like maybe a little coding skills. And then like, it was too hard music. to even put a picture up, let alone yeah, anything else. Like, because you had to first, you had to get a digital camera or a scanner. Like, it yeah, was it. That it was, there was no other way of getting a picture online. That wasn't happening. It, it was a lot. It was a lot yeah. back in the day. And now it's a lot more. 
Oh yeah, a lot more because there's more nuances around it and social standards, like you know, clout and uh, all the other jazz that people feel like they need in order to survive. A whole lot with the internet's. Um, you know, this that person said to themselves, like, I need better looking friends. They evaluated their circumstances, like, I want more, I want better, I want different. And to that I say, and I might have said this before, this could be a rehash, but it's worth it. I think self-evaluations are dumb. I never yeah. went to school to give myself grades. So why would I do it at work? Um, <laughs> this is not how it should go. You manage me. I'm accountable for myself. You should be aware of what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. If you're not, I feel like there is a flaw in the system. And uh, there should be something done about that, not me having to explain just how great I've been all year. Oh, I'm going to tell you, like, I always get in trouble with my evaluations because I refuse to write shit about myself. And then I also just, I double down. Oh, I'm 100%. I'm perfect. Until you tell me otherwise, which you haven't. I'm perfect. The thing that gets me is they indicate in most, most jobs indicate that not only is the self-evaluation a reflection of you, it could also impact how well you do with your um, increase, your salary increase or merit increase or whatever it's called. So you mean to tell me that you really don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So if I say all these nice, splendid, and wonderful things about myself, I can get an extra percentage point on my raise. That's that's how this works. Oh yeah. It doesn't it it's not taken into account as it happens. I just need you, as in me, to remind you, as in you, of what happened throughout the whole year. Yeah. That's what I actually kind of like at one point I used to keep like a tally, like a Google Doc, and I just I would just anything I would do, I would just write it in, right? And now we're at the end of the year because you know you always forget. Like you know, you don't remember the whole year. Uh, that's also why they don't know because I mean they, they barely but know what you're they doing. They anyway. should know. They should. Yeah, you're right. Um, but that's they can why say I, you should know. I did it. What? What do? You, what do you want me to say? You, you want me to tap you on your shoulder and remind you about what I did? I think one time I was really truly honest and was like, I feel like I could work on things. I don't know the role as well as I do, and I'm gonna give myself a two. I have like a five rating, right? And my manager was like, no, you deserve a five. And I was like, <laughs> you're a good okay. manager. Thank you. Okay. Since then, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm writing fives for now Fives all day. Yeah, all day. Five. Now, if you don't agree with me, tell me why. But I'm going to list down why. And unless you have some proof, you're going to have to change your ranking. Bro. Hmm. Are you going to have a tough conversation with me? And at that point, my, my behavior might change. <laughs> We're gonna have yeah, to I think I'm down. giving you five stars. So if you think I'm giving you three, I'm going to have to adjust accordingly. Mm. Well, you know why? we talked about this Fuck in the previous job. Exactly. We talked about this in the previous episode. People were working two full-time jobs at the same time. And the reason they were able to pull it off was because of the industry and because they weren't great employees, but they were able to bring home two salaries at the same goddamn time. If you hear this within the sound of my voice, listen, proceed accordingly. Don't be great. Just continue to be. 65% of the job is showing up on time any goddamn way. That's a D. Now, all you need to do is just a little bit to, to skate through. Yeah. I know many people who are, you know, stay with it long enough. And it's like, you know, you ain't never been on time. Uh, you barely do work, but they still there. They do just enough 
to get by. And it's like, all right, I can do that and get well, another job. If you get there on time, they're not even looking at you because no, you're already not. doing enough to keep yeah. the job. But I always say like in most times in jobs, right? Like just be better than that last person, right? Like imagine like you're being chased by a bear. You just got to be faster than the slowest person, right? And as long as you're faster than the slowest person, you're good because they're never going to fire like the bottom two. They're going to fire the bottom. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they get rid of them. Then you just got to step it up a little bit more. A little bit more. Get ahead of that other person. The bear going to get you, dog. It's not going to get me. Keep it at C. Keep yep. it at C. Yeah, but, um, you know, there's OnlyFans out there. Mm-hmm. Pornhub. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe scandalous DMs. Depends on what type of person you are. I know some girls who, you don't even need to. You'd be like, hey, girl. And they, uh, titty pick. Oh, 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 thanks. I don't know those girls, but uh, sure. I don't I've heard I don't I don't I don't get titty pics anymore. Um, anyway, NASA is planning on sending nudes to space to attempt to contact aliens. We're thirst trapped in space, y'all. Galactic only fans. Well, if you just send pictures of animals, aren't you sending nudes? Yeah, I guess. Who's the naked party that they're sending out into space? I just imagine they're probably grabbing them off of OnlyFans. Because if they're sending regular people to space, what? I'm assuming this guy be like a, a model, or they probably just go on Instagram and just probably take shit off. Like, all right, I'm gonna send this shit up. Uh, here you go. Hopefully, aliens find you attractive. <laughs> aliens love gigantic tits. Yeah. So we're gonna send these big cannons up. Yeah, we're gonna send these drinks. But imagine that being like the job, because I mean, I'm assuming they can't grab it from like Instagram and shit like that, or Pornhub or whatever the case may be. Like uh, NASA needed. Oh, I, I can apply for NASA. Titty pics. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine the girl's Instagram. NASA employee. <laughs> mm. Uh, what is Talk it? About uh, padding a resume. Galactic advertiser. Oh, Galactic Influencer, maybe. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Galactic Mm -hmm. Influencer. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm around the galaxy, baby. baby. You know what I'm saying? You heard Milky Ways? Well, (laughs) (laughs) it's Milky around my way. Yep. Whoa, lady. Whoa. Unless they're sending pics of dudes and it's just like dinglings floating through space. Yeah, they probably have a database of dick pics. (laughs) They probably have all the dick pics. Yeah, they all the dick all pics the dick that have ever been sent. They got enough of those. They probably yeah. need they need females because they probably have like a some government agency has like a a, a whole wing of just dick they pics. They got six thousand terabytes of dick pics. Yeah, unsolicited somebody, dick pics. There's that, someone with like a whole server dedicated to themselves and shit. Like, yeah. oh, you know, Ron. <laughs> that's a Charlie, server over there. Yeah, that's, that's his server. His server. Yeah, he be sending dick pics all the time, man. All of his dick pics. Just. Dick picks next to lotion bottles, dick picks next to the TV remote, just dick picks. Imagine that though, right? Aliens come in, right? You know, they already did, they already announced at the early part of the pandemic, UFOs are a thing, right? And imagine, you know, a spaceship lands on the White House lawn, you know, some movie shit, right? Some some Gerald Butler movie, right? <laughs> and an alien comes out and says, Where are these titties? <laughs> Are they or what if the only files that were received were scrambled dick pics? Like everything else we sent to the to capture the aliens attention never got through. But these scrambled dick pics did. And it's just like a bunch of penis heads and like distorted images. But the only thing that's clear is penis heads. 
So the aliens land on Earth. uh, Humanoids? We thought you were one-eyed monsters. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they come here with like laser jetpacks and they're just looking to destroy this crazy species that could, you know, take over the universe. And they get here, it's just people. Yeah. They'll be, I don't know if they'd be, I don't know if aliens would be disappointed or excited because of the news we sent to space. I don't either. I guess it's really what they're into, right? Like they got like tentacles. They're probably like, look at her, non-tentacle tentacle ass. <laughs> Unless aliens like fatties and they just kept sending like Asian women pics or white women pics or shit like that. And it's just like, oh. just blow up the planet. They're useless. You shut up. <laughs> they give a whole new definition to like, them titties are full thumbs down. Like, blow it up. Exactly. I wish I had more hands. Yo, I wish I had more hands. get rid of them <laughs> headline reads japan's plan to dump nuclear waste into the pacific ocean may not be safe okay duh. the fuck like what what who nuclear waste you can just dump waste into the ocean and it's not safe oh. add nuclear to it and it's definitely unsafe so what do you mean it may not be safe what what are we what are we missing here? Is is this ocean different than the rest of the ocean? Like what does it have properties to destroy the nuclear and the waste? Like what what is what? Yeah, what? that's stupid. But you know, we talked about this before with journalism. It's like you know, are y'all really like this? This is what you're proud of. This two, is what you went to school. Two thousand two thousand character limit. That's what they were looking to get to. So yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like. You know, uh, I don't know. Murder is bad, maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, dumbass, it is. Like, <laughs> murder may be the death of you. Read the article to find out. Like, oh, mm, thanks. Didn't know that. Avoid dying by murder. Avoid trouble. What? Exactly. Stay away from MLK Boulevard. I don't know. <laughs> Any of them. That's funny. Um, well, we talked about influencers, I guess. There's mm-hmm. a gentleman on Instagram who I guess goes by sperm donor. He has thir- he's 30 years old mm-hmm. and he has donated 57 times and has technically 57 babies with his DNA mm-hmm. to the point now where he's giving it away for free. But the article then reads in an interesting twist, but I can't find love. These women only hit me up for my semen and it makes it hard to connect with them. Uh, duh. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. You got 50 kids, bro. No one wants you. No one. Nobody wants that energy. And let's say like you get married, you want to just stop. That's probably your income. <laughs> so, there's, I mean, there's something wrong with a person who makes 50 babies yet doesn't realize that some woman might not want him. Yeah. If it's, anything, it's, too, he's contaminating the gene pool. He, hear me out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 57 kids, right? Probably boys, girls, right? This is a small area, more than likely. So imagine now, you go to college, you see a cute girl, and you're like, hey, how's it going? What's your name? Don't know. Don't care. Whatever. You hook up. Well, guess what? We're one of those 67 kids <laughs> and we're brother and sister or half brother and sister. 
and don't yeah. even know it. Yeah, that that's there's a likelihood that something like that could happen. It's definitely gonna happen. Fifty-seven kids. They don't they don't and won't know each other until they're adults, and after one of them puts in some DNA for twenty-three and me. But and then, then it's like a red flag. It's like a fucking alert or something. Like I mean, like you as a parent, you can't tell like, hey, you're you're one of fifty-seven kids. Let me tell you this interesting story how I found your donor online on Instagram. And he gave me semen in the back alley. I don't know what the story would be. <laughs> it's just I crazy. Saw, I saw a headline. It was a black dude uh, in his 30s. He was arrested because he did like some criminal act. I'm not sure what it was. Let's just say it was armed robbery. But part of his story was he had 25 kids and he was like 30, 35. But he only knew nine of their birthdays. Yeah. But and it wasn't donation. He was smanging all over West Philadelphia or wherever he was from. That's and it's crazy. just like he's a hazard. He needs to be off the street, not because he's a yeah. criminal, but because he's irresponsible. Yeah, I mean, these moms. I mean, these these the moms have area. some accountability as well. But oh yeah, definitely. Th- this mean, is, like, he 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 ran through a city. You know what I mean? Like he ran through a city and got everybody pregnant. I mean, think of like a neighborhood, right? There's not even 25 women in a neighborhood that are smangable for the most part, or even just in general. Like I mean, it's either like a grandma. Or someone who's too young, right? Like, I mean, the fact that you have that sweet spot, like that 18 to 37, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if the situation with the gentleman who was arrested or whatever, if all of the baby mothers were of age at the time of pregnancy. Because, you know, he's 30 something. And even if he was popping out one a year, he still wouldn't get to 25. You know what I mean? No, Unless no, he started when he was like. He's impregnating like one a month. Yeah, he's, he he had some good years and some slow years, but yeah, like there too many kids. I don't care, man or woman. Like it's just whether you are donating or you know having conventional sex that big, like that is it's too much. Like what what is the too many number for you for a person to have ch- children? What's the too many number? I think me personally, like anything about three, I feel like it's pushing it. I think for a person to have, and not just me as a, me as dating, me and da- me as dating, you can only have two. I've got two, you got two. We don't need to do any more, any less. Um, well, but as far well, as that's what I mean, like I guess like me and my significant other, three is like the like that. As far as like girls who have a kid, one. <laughs> Once you start having two, it's like I'm good. Uh, I, I'm I'm fine. I I would say for a human being to have children, if you are a single individual spitting out seven or more kids and you're just like that that's just like all right stop you, you've done enough if, if you hit seven you've done enough yo i don't care I if you're a man or a woman if you hit seven <laughs> you've done enough oh i had an ex-girlfriend once i was like yeah i want six kids and i was like not with me and she, she got really mad but it was like yo who, who the fuck is six kids i was like yo I got like six friends and I don't know half their birthdays. Like, I mean, good gracious, you don't remember everything. That's a lot of a that's a lot of people to experience and be accountable for. If you hit seven, you've you've done the work. You you don't need to do the work anymore. I feel like the only Stop. way I would want that type of scenario is if it's like six tuplets. Like I mean, if you do it once and that's how it comes out, that's just the yeah, luck of the draw. Like, I'd be I'd be like, but like don't like like over like an eight year time span, having six kids, like that's tiring. <laughs> like that's exhausting. And then you got still 18 more years to go. So that's like a 26 year commitment. 
it's never just the 18 years. It's never just no. 18. It's lifetimes. That's you know, lifetime. I know. Mom, mom's downstairs. I get it. <laughs> like she takes care of me still, even at my house now. So it's like, you know, it's one of those things. I get it. But it's still like, I guess I'm more thinking like the deadbeat, you know, where it's like, oh, 18, I'm done with you. Like, don't even hit me up. But um, yeah, seven is too much. Six that's, is too much. Five is too just much. Way too much, man. The fact that you like, I guess, like, really think about it, right? If you mm-hmm. go to a restaurant and they can't accommodate you right away, you got too many motherfuckers <laughs> in your family. <laughs> if you got to call ahead for seating. Yeah. Like, if it's like, yeah, we, we need a table for five and a baby seat. Bitch, like, we ain't got that space. Like, you need a table of four. <laughs> table of four, maybe a table of five. You can maybe get the extra person on the corner. But, you know, once you start having me like, yeah, we need two tables. Uh, nah. We need two booths. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> it's 11 of us. Can you accommodate? Yeah, uh, no, no right restaurant now, has can't. that type of, especially nowadays with pandemic. Nah, bro, we ain't got yeah. that type of space anymore. Yeah. The actually, they have plenty of space on the inside. The restaurant experience is awful. Trying to go to a restaurant that isn't casual dining or fast food, or even with fast food, trying to go to a restaurant period is awful because of the carry out and takeout that has taken servers away and forced more on the kitchens. So, what happens is, you go inside to sit down or sit outside or whatever. They don't have the servers to accommodate you anymore because they cut back for cost measures and the kitchen is overworked for all the carry out and take out orders. So you're just sitting there waiting incessantly for no reason. It's a good reason, but it's no reason because like the pandemic fucked up just sitting right. down and getting something. Yeah, to eat. Said it. I agree with that because, you know, like, a lot of companies, I started talking about talking my mom about this the other day. I was like, you know, most companies realize that they can cut, cut staff make it work and now that things are kind of getting better they're like no we good we good right what we got here you know what i'm saying we don't need to we don't need to hire nobody you guys have been doing this for two years so that means you guys keep doing it (laughs) for two we're not gonna hire anybody else i know it's supposed to be six people here but you jamal you got this we we believe in you 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 bussers and one uh server will manage this back room with these eight tables you got it Yep. You got it. And, and then, I know people know, people aren't really going into those jobs or looking for the, they're looking for better opportunities. So they say, but I know places are not rehiring people no. or or hiring people at a decent rate or what have you. Like it's just I had the best lemonade I've ever had in my whole fucking life. And they never brought out my food recently. You want to talk about like, oh, we're gonna have a good time. The, it was a it was a sunset or sunrise lemonade. I don't know what's in it. But it was pineapples in there. But it was the best I've ever had in my entire life. And they did not bring out the food. Like never. Never. So what you just do? forgot. I said to the waitress, like, hey, it's been 30 minutes. Where's the food? And then what really set it off was another table. They came in way after us. They got their food. And I was like, check, please. Just take everything off. I'll pay for my drinks. Hmm. Shit. Yeah. That's not yeah. good. Sorry, you had a mixed experience there. It was awful. Yeah, I mean, good lemonade. Great lemonade, great lemonade. You know what I want people to do? Huh? I want them to be honest with themselves and stop wishing the best for mofos. You don't mean it. No. I really wish them the best, uh, you know, whatever. No, you're just saying that so you can fill an empty space with words. You are not wishing people the best. What is the language used to wish someone the best? Do you have any experience with this, Nigel? 
I'm happy for them. When do you say that? When you're utterly jealous and wish they die. <laughs> you say that when someone brings them up. Oh, yeah. So are you really wishing the best for them? Usually no. Are you just responding to what someone is saying? Usually, yeah. You're Usually, not wishing yeah. them the best. Wishing them the best is, I, I would guess, they are in your prayers. There is an exchange between you and who you believe in with concern to this person. And I know people don't do that. They just no. say it because it sounds nice and it actually just puts in space between other words. It's not meant you don't wish anybody the best. You don't. Just, just you don't. You don't. Well, no, I, I, I will say, like, I guess this is probably a little uh, uh, off the off the beaten path of this. But I mean, I, I have heard good news and I have been generally happy okay. for good news. Mm-hmm. Now, but if somebody's like, I don't know, I can't think of a scenario where I would be like. Think, think of a scenario when you wish someone the best, not because someone presented that other person to you. Well, I guess like if somebody like, like, was like, you know, got like left the left the job that I was working, like one like a coworker that I was cool with, they mm-hmm. left and I was like, oh yeah, I wish them the best. It's like, no, nah, I don't give a shit. Like, I, you, I you're care. just saying it. Like, you're I'm never gonna see them, them the best. Like, they're gone. Like, I'm you're not like, you're not taking a coin and going to the fountain and flipping it in, and as it's twirling in the air before it lands into the puddle of water, you're not saying I really wish the best for my former coworker. Who the fuck does that? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody okay, wishes okay. you don't wish your ex boyfriend the best. You don't wish your third oh, like, teacher okay, the best. I guess, yeah, okay. I'm I'm just having a hard time kind of thinking of examples, but like let's say you break up and you're like, oh yeah, I wish you the best and your love. No, you don't. You don't. You, it's just like you die. Like what what you're saying is whatever happens for you happens for you. Whatever happens for me, hopefully, is better than it is for you. That's what you're saying. Yeah, because I want to be the victor. Like I I don't want to be the loser here. So I wish you the best. Get the fuck away. That's all you really want to say is just go away. Yeah, no type of situation. That's yeah, fair. Just, just, just go away. You stop wishing people the best. If you stop saying that you're wishing people the best when in fact you aren't, you just aren't. And it's okay. It's okay. So I've had like a lot of people like from my past kind of start reaching back out to me like via like DMs and stuff like that. Like, you know, like okay. how you been? And, you know, I miss you. And I'm like, how? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even fucking know you, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, I haven't talked to you in 10 years. Like, how do you really miss me? Like, you know, that's that's a lie. And it's getting to the point now where like, you know, most people like try to engage in conversation where it's like, hey, man, I've been doing this. I've been doing this. You say, how you been living the dream? And I just kind of like I don't really want to continue this conversation because, mm-hmm. you know, I wish you the best, which I don't mean because mm-hmm. it's like I, I don't even I haven't checked in on you in like 15 years or 10 years. Uh, good day, I guess. <laughs> chip, chip, cheerio. Look, Hello and goodbye, governor. Like, you, I didn't share. I don't think I showed the story with you. So I had a friend reach out and she, she like, we used to, we used to mingle. It's been 10 years. Right. Mm-hmm. And she pretty much was like, uh, uh, Hey, I had a dream about you last night. You were a bocce chef. I can see that though in real life. Yeah. I probably can see it too. <laughs> so my thing was, I was like, you know, most people, when they open up with that, they want to kind of catch up, you know, talk, interact or whatever. Right. My response was, I hope I made you the onion volcano. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that was it. She liked it, and that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> no, how you been? What you up to? What job you got? Because I don't care. You said none of that. I don't give a shit. I hope I made you the onion volcano. If I didn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> you were, you were, you know what you did? 
You wished her the best that could yeah, happen for her yeah, I did. in her dream. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I wish her the best. Good you luck. Good, Good luck. luck. I don't care. Chucking up the deuces. <laughs> Yo, don't care. Wish you the best. You know, you can't go through that rhyme and reason, right? Like, it's like, oh, so we're really doing this? Like, how you been? All that, you know, fake fake conversation? Like, let's just cut to the beach. What, what's up? <laughs> what pyramid scheme are you about to sell me? Or what what, <laughs> what, what what shit you about to have that you want to try to help me uh try to help me with, right? Anyway. Um, digital judgment on me. Social media, we're talking about it uh for the most part for the show. Why LL Bean is going dark on social media. My first inclination reading the news article was who gives a shit? Like, I mean, all these corporations, you know, like I mean, some of them are funny, some of them aren't. But mm. I looked at the article and it says LL Bean is getting off of social media because they want you to go outside. And I was like, God damn it, I am jaded. <laughs> I was like, that's a that's a damn good, that's a damn good marketing. Like that is amazing. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put my iPhone down. <laughs> like it literally made me put my phone down because I was like, you ain't shit. You just made me realize I've been in the house for two days. Like I you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> like I'm gonna take the trash out because I <laughs> fucking see the me breeze of fresh air and shit. Not be in my stank ass room. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I don't like yellow bean one way at a bit because they, they they hit me with the yeah. I'm gonna get off of social media. I'm gonna take my ass outside. I'm gonna you know go do you some shit. Bitch? <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm gonna go climb some rocks or something. Yo, you, you just I was you, like, you know what? You sit. Damn there. it! Like you know, I just imagine like riding a bike down. You know my my street or some shit. Like I was just like, you know what? Maybe I do need to go outside. And sure enough, I took the trash out. I was like, it is nice out here. Hmm, and then I looked hurts. at my yard and was like, I go back in. <laughs> looked up in the backyard. I was like, nope, won't do. Yep, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did? You opened the back door. You wished it the best. Yeah, I wished it the best. Bro. I wished it the I'll best, be and then I closed the back door. Yep. I, ho- I hope somebody cut you because uh, <laughs> it ain't gonna be me. No, will did, be. I probably did they specify how long they were going dark, or was it just a day? It said the month. Uh, um, so I okay. guess uh, the month of May, maybe. But they said, yeah. yeah, they're going a month. And they said, because we encourage you to go outside. And I was like, that is some fucking good art. Uh, I would even look at their website, even though I know none of it would fit me. But like, I would I would look. Yeah, L.L. Bean is like very unattractive. Oh, yeah. L.L. Bean is for if it's not for particularly for like outdoors kind of people it would be for the guy who drives an old subaru like oh, yeah. a subaru from the mid 90s but it's also like it's always like the same kind of outfit it's like that gray fleece sweater the zip up or the brown hiking boots <laughs> like those are like the two ll bean things that stick out in my mind I don't know if they sell jeans. I'm assuming they do, but I just imagine like tops, either like fleece vests, fleece jackets, uh, those uh, like I, I get waterproof, like you know those 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 type of. Ja- I, I if, can't really explain it, but those type you, of jackets. If you've ever priced and not necessarily purchased, but if you ever priced a kayak, you own LLB. Oh yeah, like it's just it's it's not. You don't go to L.O. Bean because like you desire it. You go there because you understand the purpose of the garment and its functionality. Like it's a functional garment that you can make best use of. 
not because it looks away. It's just because mm-hmm. it it functions for your need. That pocket on the shirt, you use that pocket for something particular that is scaled to fit within that pocket. And that's why you shop at L.O. Bean for that pocket size. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, <laughs> oh, man, I still have a PDA. Well, L.L. Bean makes a PDA pocket. <laughs> I just feel like feel like somebody still has a PDA. <laughs> I, just knew, I just knew back in the day when PDAs hit, I was going to have one. Uh, what, was, what was it? I can't remember the brand. Oh, shit. Damn it. But I just knew I was going to have one and I was going to have all my contacts in it. And this was like around the times of the big back IMAX with the different yeah. colors, like the reds and the blues. And I just knew I was going to have one of those PDAs. And I was just going to be fly as fucking college. Didn't happen. Did not happen. However, I will share with you something that does happen. And I would rank this with ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's something called, and I, and I may pronounce this wrong, it's Japanese, I think, but it's Mariko Aoki. Again, it's Mariko Aoki. And what this is, it's the urge to defecate suddenly felt after entering a bookstore or library. Mm. Marioko Aoki, the urge to take a shit after you enter a bookstore or library. And according to social psychologists, the specific cause that triggers a defecation urge in a bookstore or library is not clearly understood yet. And to that, I say, no shit. Like, who the fuck can understand why you have to take a shit because you walked into a a room full of books? Oh, because of the way the paper smells, it reminds you of woods, and woods reminds you of fertilizer, and fertilizer reminds you of shitting on yourself. I mean, I just can't imagine how you come to... (laughs) It's the urge to defecate suddenly. It doesn't come upon you. It's just like you walk in like, and you just got to clench your cheeks because the urge hit. You got to find the nearest restroom. I guess at that point, what would be nastier? A bookstore bathroom or Taco Bell drink? Well, if you're in, in Japan, I would say it's the bookstore bathroom. You don't know what type of Taco Bells out in Japan. They might have some like squid tacos. Party pack. <laughs> <laughs> the party pack. <laughs> cool ranch squid tacos, yo. The party pack. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. You know, they're bringing back the, uh, the Mexican pizza. You know what I'm saying? They, they, it, that know? is the goofiest thing in the world. Yo, hear me out. It's just a flat Supreme taco. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. What, what are you it's doing? Not even like, it's not even like it's quality anything. Like it's just, you, can't, you can't even eat it right. It just crumbles. Like you bite right. once, you might get two bites out of it. But it's just like, it, it's just a flat, crunchy oh. taco. I saw someone was like, yeah, a bit Mexican pizza coming back. And he's like, and like, who the fuck is eating that shit? I mean, some people will. I know some friends of mine who love it. I mean, like, as far listen, as like the, listen, they eat Taco get, Bell all the time. It, when it, you can great. get Taco Bell for under six bucks on board for just about everything on their menu. Yeah. Now, that shit is nine to eleven dollars. No, the Yo, fuck I won't. I think one night I went to a Taco Bell and it was one of those nights where like I was tired. I was like, you know, I, I was trying to live moss. Right. And it was like one thirty in the morning. I was like, there's only like two places open. It's McDonald's, which has a selective menu, which I wasn't really trying to eat ta- uh, there. And it's like Taco Bell, right? So I, was like, I went, got in the drive-thru, and it was like, 
I think I wanted like two burritos or something like, you know, like a, I, I feel on live it, you know, like a steak joint, right? Like, mm. you know, like st- steak joint. And um, I looked at the price and it was like, if I got two of them, it was going to be like $15, $13 or some shit. And I was just like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I was like, nope. I left. I literally like was like, no, I'm good. Thanks. I literally just drove through. I left. I was like, I don't want that shit. I'm not paying $12 for Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. That made Bell. no sense. Taco Bell started raising their prices many years ago, many yeah. years before the inflation rolled in. Yeah. And it's just like, it ain't the same, man. Because even like the, the, uh, the party pack I mentioned, that shit is like $25, yo. Like, I'm sorry, you charging me $2 a taco? You are charging me $2. Like, <laughs> like a taco restaurant. I'm talking like fresh, like pork tongue, like some shit that you don't just get from, you know, like random ground beef, right? Mm-hmm. Pork tongue, dollar fifty a taco. Taco Bell is more than that? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Nah. Nah. You can't. No. Well, I mean, they did ask you to live moss. So that yeah. that included the cost. Yeah, I guess. You're paying for this convenience. Is yeah, it convenient? Open up at 2 a.m. Is it convenient? <laughs> is it? You're getting that Baja blast. <laughs> it's not that good. You know, I never had it, but my friends swear by it. It's just like. If, is it is it the same friend that likes the that has the uh flaming hot mountain dew is it the same person yes it's one of them yes they don't like nice things <laughs> baja blast is fine <laughs> but it's not like life-changing mountain dew now if you got one of those watermelon or raspberry lemonade mountain dews those will blow your mind but you know, it's interesting. I even had an ex-girlfriend like 10 years ago tell me about Baja Blast. And I was like, I've never had it. And even then, she was like, that's unacceptable. Still haven't had it to this day. I think I want to try it. But then I'm also concerned, right, mm. that it may. And given I know you, you just gave your feedback. But I'm worried that let's say if it does rock my world, blow my mind, I'm not committed to go back. <laughs> I mean, they sell it in <laughs> bottles, especially during the summer and spring months. Is it the so, same though? Because you know, like you know, like tropical, tropical, uh, well, tropical punch. You know, mm-hmm. like the the bottle is different from the jug. The, the difference is the syrup is added after. So when you get it out of the fountain, it's just carbonated water, and then the syrup is added as it's pouring out. So that's why they taste the way they taste. It's just these packets of syrup that are connected to these tube systems or whatever. But in the bottle, it's already like mixed, mixed. and it's been that way. Oh, so it's marinated. It's actually probably better. It's 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 the actual flavor. When you get it from the fountain, it could be diluted a little bit more or a little bit less. So the, the, oh. it could, the concentration could be different from the fountain more so from the bottle. It tastes different, but the flavor is just like, I don't know. It's, it's like you want a noun later. But instead, you got a Laffy Taffy, and it's just not the same. So the oh, yeah. flavor, the flavor of Baja Blast is like Laffy Taffy in comparison to all things Mountain Dew. But honestly, Mountain Dew has lost its luster. It used to be really, really high. Con- the color used to be like much greener. It's like this light piss yellow color now. Like they they skim it off the top, man. They skim it no, off the top. Definitely are because I used to drink Code Red a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. I used to love it. And it would be that thing that would get me through the night because the, ca- the caffeine concentrate in Mountain Dew was beautiful in college, right? Then, like, you know, I went, like, on a 10-year hiatus, I think. I graduated. You know, I was working. 
It was like one day I was in the 7-Eleven. I just had this nostalgia moment. I was like, Code Red, shit. I used to drink that shit all the time. Let me get one. I swear I took a swig and was like, what is this garbage? <laughs> now, given, I don't know if my palate had improved since then, or I, in fact, I was just drinking garbage. But I was like, this doesn't taste like how I remember it at all. And I haven't been back. I haven't, I haven't had a Code Red since. That just turned you off. That was just it. It turned me off, man. I was almost 20 years ago. <laughs> well, I guess 10 years ago. It's all right, man. It, it's yeah. a, it's a, moved on to greener pastures, I'm sure. Exactly. Warm Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who needs to hear this, but yes, because y'all ain't shit. I'm going to start off. I always get random stuff that comes and finds me in the universe. Whenever I don't go out, it comes to me. So I'm going to tell you a story. I'm uh, working and, uh, all of a sudden, I hear my doorbell ring. Me, I don't expect guests. Everyone I know is where they need to be. <laughs> and um, all of a sudden, I hear, who is it? My mom. Now, mind you, I have a doormat that even says, did you call first? Like, I, it's one of those things where I just won't answer the door. I mm-hmm. won't acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Even if mm-hmm. you see my hair in the window, uh, who are you? Right? Um, so I hear, who is it? Then I hear my mom have an interaction with a young lady. Apparently, she ran out of gas right in front of my house. And she was asking, is it okay if she keeps it there? Because she needs to go get gas. Now, mind you, in this van, there's four to five children in this van. So she's talking to my mom. Is like, yeah, you know, because I, 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 I mean, I broke down. I mean, it just seems so weird. I guess like she was trying to beat my mom to try to help her out. But my mom, my mom doesn't play that. She's like, well, good luck. <laughs> We've already been out. <laughs> Close the door. So and I'm like, well, who was that? She was like, some random. And I was like, and what they need? She was like, oh, the car broke down. They stopped in front of the driver. I told him we were good. I was like, why did you even answer the door? And she was like, I was curious. <laughs> so, like, then this lady leaves with the kids in the car and gets gas and eventually comes back and leaves. But my mom has this whole thing where she's like, I bet you shouldn't have me watch them kids. And I'm like, look, I don't know why we make these scenarios up. But long story short, I guess, uh, Y'all ain't shit one for my mom for uh, denying this woman help. Me for never answering the door because she was going to stay out there regardless. Because I was like, I don't know this person. And um, yeah, that's how the Taylor family rolls. You are your mother's son. Oh, yeah, definitely. We were laughing about it. It so, was like, wh- wh- why Why she, whatever. She thought we were going to help her? Fuck out of here. I wasn't. And I was like, I mean, I guess because she wasn't really blocking black my driver. I was like, I guess I could have technically drove off. I was like, I'm not wasting my gas to help you get gas. <laughs> so her and the kids got out and walked somewhere. You know what? I wished them the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what your mom did. Yes. She wished them the best. Yeah. Right, uh, good luck. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck. Wish you the best. And she left them kids in front of the house in their car and came back and got gas and drove off. And my mm. mom was just like, but then it's funny because then it turned into a lecture to me. Why she didn't leave? Why she left the house with no gas in the car? You wouldn't do that, would you? Why am I? Why? Wait a minute. <laughs> I have gas in my car. <laughs> don't don't turn this into a lecture. It was funny. Yeah, I always I always think it's kind of weird when people get down to like the lowest of the low on their gas tank. And you know, I know we're all different. We pay attention to different things, but I'm just like, I look at my gas so often when yeah, I'm driving. Same. 
Like, I'm, I'm just like, I don't want to be inconvenienced like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, the thought of pushing it to the last drop is, isn't good enough for me. It's just like, no, I need to go when I need to go. So if I need to stop and get gas so that I can go later to wherever I need to get to, that's what I'm going to do. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I never run below a quarter tank ever. Cause it's just like, that's too close. I have, but I try not to. Um, I usually make sure I get gas just because I hate the inconvenience. I usually like to wake up with the, 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 the idea of jumping in the car and just leaving. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to stop somewhere because stopping at gas is a amount of time that usually I don't factor in. And unless I know like, all right, I don't have gas tomorrow. I'm going to leave. I know I'm going to have to get gas in the morning. So I'll set my alarm for an extra half an hour, but I hate stopping to get gas in the morning. Especially like in route to places. And then you have to stop to get gas from an unfamiliar gas station. That or have to go out the way to get the gas to then circle back. It's just, you know, like it it doesn't make any sense. Because gas stations are known to have like questionable individuals around. If it's a gas station and there are houses nearby, expect people to look at you sideways because either they're trying to, they're thinking of stealing something from you, trying to sell something to you, or hustle something off of you. Yeah. It's, it's gas stations are weird places. I, I've said this to you before, probably off mic, but I go to gas stations that are not in neighborhoods because I know the only people there are the people who work there or other people getting gas. Yeah. That's it. I'm not going to the neighborhood quickie mart because it's going to be weird motherfuckers there. And I don't feel like telling them, no, I, I ain't got no cash. Uh, um, I don't need no diesel. I don't want. I ain't interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not interested. The mixtapes have definitely disappeared. But maybe I'm just not in those places. But mixtapes have definitely. Man, I used to be this kid when when I lived in a different part of town, and the gas station was down the street in the neighborhood. I used to be this kid, and I'm talking like elementary age, between six and seven, trying to sell his mixtape yeah, for his yeah. dad. But he was like advertising for his dad to sell his yeah. mixtape. And like the kid was known, this little boy, the littlest of little boys was, was pushing his mixtape. And this was, this was, this was after like streaming began. So like the mixtape, like CD players and stuff were still in cars, but the mixtape was really dying out. But this kid, he would be at Arundel Mills. He would be over in, in Woodlawn. He would be up in Randallstown. Like this kid was everywhere pushing mixtapes. Yeah, that's it impressive. Was, it was it was wild. Like, why is this? Why is he everywhere selling mixtapes when he's not in school? He's pushing his mixtape. But yeah, gas, gas, stopping for gas in other places is weird. And it looks like the best wishes you had for that woman and her kids worked out. Yeah, wish you the best. Alabama, yeah. an employee at an Arby's was taken into custody. After throwing hot grease on a customer through the drive-thru. Jesus. Apparently, these women were beefing over the experience at Arby's. And the one employee was like, fuck this. I ain't got time for this. Pulled out some grease from the fryer and threw it through the drive-thru window. Burned the, the a customer's left arm all up, neck, face, back. Police had to be called. The woman was arrested and fired. And the other woman was taken to the hospital. 
I say this. First of all, you don't go to Arby's expecting something to eat because Arby's is a front for drugs. Oh, yeah, no one works at Arby's and no one really works at mash- mattress discounters. Same thing. They just funnel drug money in, keep the lights on, pay some taxes. It's all good. So that's where the customer was wrong, expecting to get something to eat and quality service. This is an Arby's. If you really wanted something to eat, go to Burger King. Yeah. Secondly, the grease was so hot because nothing was in it. They just cut the switch on. There's never anything cooking in Arby's. Yo. Again, this is not a place to get food. Yeah. It's, it's just a place to look like you're going to get something. It's raw grease. It's just boiling. It's just, just, just boiling grease for hours on end. This grease was ready to cook something. Unfortunately, it was a person. Yeah. That's, see, that's my mentality right there. What? You fucking with me? Grease. <laughs> like, because she's, she's seen her boss, uh, the, 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 the Don Corleone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. She will now get a promotion in the drug organization. Yep. There will be money on her books while she's doing her bid. However, Arby's can't hire her anymore because she's a felon. Yeah, no real talk. That's wild. I just, me personally, like I've never been in a drive-thru where I got that angry, right? Or like even wanted to be, it's like, look, just give me my shit and let me get the fuck out of here. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's Arby's. Like even if I pay for something and I didn't get what I wanted, like I'm like, yo, that I'm just going to take that $10 hit (laughs) and I'm I'm out. You know, the R and the... You know, Arby's is short for the letter R and the letter B for roast beef. But in, in this case, it was for ready bitch for this grease because yeah. she wasn't ready. Real, real talk. She wasn't ready. Well, I guess in lines with fast food places, KFC earlier this year, I just found out and I'm disappointed. And the UK launched an 80 piece popcorn chicken bucket. Somebody and counted all 80 pieces. I don't know, but they look very teeny. Um, but. I kind of wish that was released here. I would have. I would have tried that. I, I still haven't tried the Popeye sandwich. I haven't tried. Oh, they got a new spicy sandwich out now, which is oh. the same sandwich, but they have a spicy aioli, <laughs> cayenne on it. <laughs> I don't know something, some orange in color that's got some heat to it oh, to okay. go great with your flaming hot Mountain Dew. Yeah, just you know, burn the insides, you know, scorch the earth, and uh, go go to the borders. They're and it's going to burn on the way out as well. Yeah, there you go. But popcorn chicken is like. Chicken crumbs. But yeah, it's really not. These people like, chicken crumbs. Like, it's pretty much what it's like, oh, this is the leftover from our batters. I guess. Like I we, mean, like, we, yeah, the piece, we chopped up and then off. we had some scraps. Oh, yeah, yeah this didn't stay That's on exactly the tender. That's exactly what it is, pretty much. Like, <laughs> batter that shit and throw it this in. This little like, dangling piece that fell off the tender. And we're just yeah. gonna, like, we're just going to. There you go. Yeah, here's 80 of it. And it was like less than 10 bucks, too. So I'm like, yo, that's got to be just straight trash. Chicken scraps. Like, it's mm-hmm. just all sodium and and. 11 herbs and spices. They just pick up, pick, you know, customers that didn't finish their shit. They just <laughs> came back, refried it. <laughs> yeah, refried it. Cut, 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 like, you know, somebody fin- doesn't finish a tender, they just cut up in like eight pieces. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's, that, that's, a, that's halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly where the idea came from. <laughs> Any way to save money. All right. Yep. Everybody listening, I'm about to give you all a lesson. Uh, some of you may have known this. I know I didn't. I'm pretty sure Sir Nigel hasn't known this as well. Have you heard of the term ghost guns before? No. You have never heard of the term ghost guns? No. Okay. Well, a ghost gun is a gun that's on the street that does not have a serial number associated with it. Okay. That makes sense. I would hear the term ghost gun and think nothing of it. I would think it was a stolen gun from a gun shop that wasn't registered in some way, somehow. 
Thus, it's a ghost gun. Registration for the gun isn't correct. That's why we have ghost guns. No, it is not that at all. A ghost gun is a term I've heard quite a bit recently. I figured I knew what they were, but in fact, I didn't. Did you know that for many firearms, only the lower part of the weapon called the frame or the lower receiver is legally considered the firearm? So the gun itself, yeah, okay. that part that's that's considered the firearm is the part that you basically hold. Yeah, that's the, the actual, firearm. Uh, where the gun, the bullet goes out of, but the actual underneath of it. Right. So, well, what if I sell you an unfinished polymer, not even metal, an unfinished polymer frame, and I'm, am I selling you a firearm? So I'm selling you the lower, but it's not finished. Am I selling you a firearm? Technically, no. Right. But what if I sell you a kit to finish that unfinished frame and give you the instructions on how to do so? Oh, okay. So I can sell you the unfinished unfinished frame and a kit to finish it and the tools to finish it with. Technically, I'm not selling you a firearm. I'm selling you the pieces to put together a firearm, but they're all sold separately. And I can invade uh, gun laws as far as uh, registration, as far as background checks, as far as who I can actually sell this lower unfinished frame to. Yeah. They put it together. And what do you get? A working ghost gun. That is crazy. This is how ghost guns hit the street. They sell these unfinished finished frames and then they sell a toolkit to finish the frame. And then you could add your modifications to it with the. Uh, the the top half in the clip and how you insert the bullets and everything else. And these guns are on the street by the plenty. You know, it's funny because, I mean, you just even think about like that, like with Ikea, right? Like if I sell you the frame and then a separate purchase is the drawers that go in the frame, I'm not actually selling you a dresser. I'm selling you two separate pieces. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might buy both of them together, which will maybe eventually make a gun, you know, a gun or a dresser. But if somebody only buys the frame, I don't know what else they're doing. If somebody just buys the drawers, I mean, it's not a dresser because it's just the drawers. That's crazy. So there's a company. Uh, I think the name of the company is Polymer, which is the same as the plastic frames. It's almost like building a model Gundam or a Lego set. You just put everything to get, they give you the instructions on how to do it. I just wonder though, because I'm not, I'm not a scientist at all, um, but like polymer, that, I mean, that, that would still hold the gun, right? Like, I mean, it's not going to shatter. It'll still hold up. Like, I mean, you don't get, I imagine it, you don't get as much use out of it that you would a metal uh, frame. Polymer80.com. That's it. The P80. Those are the ones. That's the company that makes the polymer frames. Yeah, it definitely has a stabilizer kit, hand cannon. I mean, don't have to get it registered. Juice. Just put it together. You got yourself a weapon. Wow. Wow. You can they order have different colors the, too. You can order it from the internet. And not expensive either. Exactly. Like you, you're basically just buying the bullets. You can buy that anywhere. You don't need a, anything for that. 
You don't need anything oh, for this. Everything's out of stock. What a surprise. <laughs> and they are running loose on these streets. Oh, they actually have the actual gun, too. That's cool. Good to know. Oh, these are free. I mean, not free, but these are only $64. That's crazy. I mean, you need the rest of it to make it work. Yeah, but the fact like that you can, start, you can start you can your start. collection with yeah. as low as 64 bucks yeah. and start getting the bottoms. And then the, if you get like multiple kits or even just one kit, I'm assuming you could interchange them amongst the bottoms, right? Like, I mean, I mean as long as it's the same uh, like model or whatever. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Yo, imagine this is like using a crime and somebody's like, oh, let me get the top. Like, I can use this again on my other jump. Like, what? All right. Well, I'm not a good criminal, but I mean, <laughs> just throw that shit. Okay. Well, that's cool. Good to know. Uh, I may bookmark this. I'm just like, all right. Gotta protect the house. Might as well do it with the ghost gun. Yep. Wish you the best. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and those kids. <laughs> okay, that got dark. Uh, <laughs> speaking of kids, you know how you get kids? You procreate. You know how you procreate? You go on dates. Now I'm gonna talk about the dating roster. There's a TikTok uh, person, and that was mm-hmm. a long, that was a long, wild. It was a good one. It was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, dating roster, where essentially she's like, "Yeah, I pretty much go on dates, so me and my friends can get drinks for free. I pretty much have them two weeks planned out, and uh, yeah, I just use guys accordingly." And I was like, "Great way to put that online, because uh, that's gonna slow down. It's not it's, gonna stop. It's, uh, dudes are d- it's not gonna are, stop. Dudes are but it will maybe Doesn't slow matter. down." I mean, was she attractive? She said, but she, I mean, this sounds so racist, but like typical white girl. Like, I mean, not really big, not really small, like, you know, blonde hair. Looks like she probably it's not gonna stop. She's blonde. It's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. No. I, so, I mean, somebody's going to be trying to get at it. I mean, I know it is, but, but it was just like, that's so crazy. Like, you got to hustle and now you want to talk about it. Like, why don't you just hustle, continue hustling? Enjoy your little thing. I mean, that she was like, I got me and my friends drinks. I'm like, that that could get expensive. The Especially clout. like in a bar. The, the clout. It's all about the clout and the notoriety. And now tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people have seen her say this. And then she makes her rebuttal video to what she said. So she gets some clout, some notoriety, and she still gets the free drinks and her friends get to have a good time too. It don't yeah. stop. It, the young people, it don't stop, won't stop. Until she gets old. But my thing is, like, I always said, like, if I was a female, I feel like I would use my power for evil and have a house. Like, I feel like little stuff like that, like getting free drinks for your friends, like, that's little little person thinking. I feel like, I mean, if you're if you're not if you're not hooking up with these people, but you're using them for their money and resources, why not get bigger things like a car, an apartment, a house, like, I don't know, four hundred one k, some Bitcoin. I don't know what you need. To you might do be able to get even. some Bitcoin. You might be able to get some Bitcoin, but a house, like, you got to do work. To get all that stuff so might be a little hard but i feel like there's also guys out there who you could manipulate and get that type of stuff from you might just have to lower your standards a little bit might be like a a job of the hut type of joint you know what i'm saying but you know what i'm saying <laughs> you probably I, get a I think, you probably I think get it, a house i think a house comes with something it just you just can't get a house by being well, maybe not together. a house but i know that you could probably get an apartment when your old girlfriend's brother had some stuff going on on the side because he wasn't paying yeah. 
he yeah. wasn't doing I, that from the kindness of his heart. No, he he was getting something out he of it. He probably was getting something out of it. But I think a lot of it was based off of just like his own personal OnlyFans of her, right? Like I, I mean, sure. like, and which is, I mean, like, but I, he probably was doing here and there. But I know there's also guys out there that probably wouldn't necessarily require that in order to pay for it either. Now, is it an abundance? No, but they're out there. Like, I, I'm pretty sure okay. you can find someone okay. that could probably pay for your stuff and get now given. All right. Let's say you don't want to do the, the nasty, right? You get jewelry. Something else. I just feel like drinks is a low bar. I feel like you're not you're not utilizing your potential, especially if you have that type of drink where you get two weeks out like. Get something else. It just might be an easy out. Get the drinks. Yeah. Have a good time. No worry. No cry. I guess. But I also I just wondered too, like, you know, that's going to be the same person like in 20 years. Why can't I find a husband? Yeah, that 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 might run up on her too. Yeah. <laughs> she, she she didn't burn too many bridges. And like well. I Googled you and for three years, you pretty much went mm-hmm. on dates every day. Like, yeah, I'm, that, that, I'm good. Yeah, it, there's always an opposite side to a coin. Yeah. And the the... The response may be adverse at some point, but you never know. Live your life. Have fun. Yeah, live your get life. get sloshed, lady. Get get sloshed. I can tell you this one gentleman is pretty concerned. He won't be getting too sloshed anytime soon. Brian Jeffrey Raymond admitted to drugging and raping at least 26 women while on assignment for the U.S. Embassy in Mexico. Damn. But he recently filed a motion in April claiming that he couldn't be guilty of those acts because he suffers from erectile dysfunction due to the usage of dutasteride, which is a drug he has been taking for years to help quell his enlarged prostate. But the thing is, not only was he arrested because there was a woman found in his hotel, like crying and shivering, because he had assaulted her on his personal devices. He had over 500 photos of him assaulting women who were either sleep or under the influence. Of course. But in the end, his, his penis didn't work because it couldn't have been him. He couldn't have done this, even though he already admitted to it, but he couldn't have done this. My penis, it, it doesn't even work. I take, I take prostate pills. I can't even get it up, but there's footage of you getting it up on your phone, on your phone. 26 different women, at least 26. That's terrible. Wow. He had a good job at the oh, U S yeah. embassy. Usually those type of people though, they get good, uh, you know, like crazy with power, you know, you know, Oh, I'm, you can't say no to me. I, yeah. I'm the man. Yeah. Yeah. I eat Panera every day. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That seemed like something a powerful person would do. <laughs> eat Panera every day. That's what powerful people do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I don't I'm know. with it. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I guess eh, same, not necessarily same, but there's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he had a rare blood disorder, and his penis fell off. Ooh. Uh, so he worked with doctors, and doctors were able to make him a new one, hmm. but they couldn't do the operation right away, so they had to graft it to his arm. So essentially, this guy's walking around with a penis on his forearm. But because of different restrictions and I think I think pandemic came in there, they had to postpone the surgery for six years. So essentially he's walking around with a, a dick on his forearm. And he's like, Yeah, you know, it was okay. You know, people had jokes, you know what I'm saying? Like 
I guess the one time that was interesting is I was helping this old lady uh, lift something off a top shelf and the dick almost hit her in the face. And I was just like, why was that the story you want to share? <laughs> so now he finally has it back where it belongs and he feels like a man again. But he definitely had a dick on his arm and was, and I, I'm sorry to hear it fell off, but uh, yeah, I would have been like, y'all can't put that nowhere else, <laughs> like on my thigh maybe or something. He had four skin growing on his forearm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's eight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he would show off his schlong if he had on short sleeves. Yeah, he would. You can't tell me he wore long sleeves all the time either. So he's like, yeah, you know, people would have jokes and stuff like that. I'm like, well, people, how they know? Like, I mean, no one would know that shit. If I had a dick on my arm, y'all wouldn't know, okay? So if he was flexing by carrying all of his groceries on one arm. He might have had a hard on. He might have got an erection. Mm -hmm. See, so where the groceries go? Over there. Oh. <laughs> Some people sometimes like bang their elbow up against something Yo. just inadvertently. He inadvertently just knocks his dick into things reaching for some kool-aid and his dick touches the jar of pickles in the fridge next to the kool-aid like what yeah. the fuck is going on look you know how sometimes when you give dap you kind of give in do like the, the shoulder bump on the you know like the, uh, on the back. yo yeah. he was rubbing his yeah. dick like, up against oh, his home what the fuck is that? <laughs> when he will pull people in he will rub his dick up next time yo sexual assault right right there this guy is a monster yeah he needs to be put away <laughs> well, I mean, he's no longer on his arm now, so I guess he's—I guess he's good. But but there were six years. He did war crimes and <laughs> there were six years of dick on arm experiences. Yo, just just think about everything you use your arms for. Yo, Wait, you wave at people and it's just like just flapping, just flapping like like an Oprah arm and shit. Just just blah 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 blah. blah. Oh man! Or even just imagine—I don't know how big this fake—I mean, this new dick is, right? But imagine he shakes your arm and hits your wrist, like bitch. <laughs> I got throw my arm imagine, away. Imagine, imagine you being his barber and his arms on the armrest, and then your dicks touch because you're trying Yo. to squeeze around him. And I didn't think like, about that. That's gross. And your dicks touch because what? Yeah. What? Yeah, no, that's not a probes. There's so oh, many man. different scenarios. Like, imagine you're in a pool, I'm right? And you and like, like, uh, you're like you're drowning, and he's like, "I got you." I, <laughs> imagine he's out playing a game of basketball outdoors, five on oh. five, and he's getting all sweaty, and he takes a break, and he just goes to wipe his own brow, and his dick goes across so his just, forehead, just fucking just, caresses his own face, tea bags himself. God damn! Or even if he pikes it on you, imagine you get dunked on. It's like. Bleh. Oh shit! Or, or if he takes a nap and he decides to fold his hands under his head oh. and just laying on his dick, like it's yes. just what the fuck? Or even imagine like a loved one sleeping next to him, and he like does that smack. <laughs> What's that? This is insane. These doctors could have put it on his chest or his back. Yeah, I don't something. fucking know. The. Yeah. Wow. Dick on his arm, yeah. Dick like, on his arm. 
they seem in good spirits, but honestly, if you look at the picture, like he looks like he had a dick on his arm. I, 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 I came with this. You have the face of a man yeah, was, who had his dick on his arm. Yeah, you just look like you up to something, bro. Wow. Well, my last bit of ain't shit for the week goes to a Miss Carisha Williams of Tucson, Arizona. You see, Carisha admitted to stealing. $1.3 million from an elderly client. You see, Carisha sold insurance and um, life insurance and other insurance policies. She stole the $1.3 million from an elderly client to pay back nine other customers she had already, already stolen from. You see, she got the 79-year-old man to transfer his life insurance and retirement accounts under the guise of other investment opportunities. Do you think she invested that money in annuities? Nope. She got the old man to send $1.3 million in checks to her lawyer to pay back nine other clients she had been embezzling from since 2011. Carisha is currently doing three years, but faces another 20 years for other charges pending. But it's like, you ever seen those like people that show up to court and it's like, well, how'd you get here since you didn't drive? And it's like, I drove. I, I mean, drove. like, it, it's like, like that lawyer, it's like, wait, yo, how'd you get this money? And it's like, don't worry about it. I, I make a lot of money. No, you don't. Like, <laughs> no, you, you don't. Like, I'm literally about to find out where this fucking money came from. And it's sure enough, like, it probably wasn't even that hard. Like, hey, where'd that money come from? Oh, this guy. Who's that? Mm. My sugar <laughs> daddy. People are so stupid, yo. People are insane. And I share Carisha's story because I feel like Carisha's a black woman. You know, it's funny though, because looking at the notes, I thought that said Korea. And I was, mm. I didn't, uh, so when you it said took Carisha, out the H. it took yeah, out the it, H. It messed me up. So I was like, uh, okay. But yeah, no, that's, that's wild. People, I guess, give them an uh, example of Rob Peter to pay Paul, right? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's how it goes. Really, th- thieving from one person to pay off your Since other. Since 2011. Yeah, that's crazy. She that's that tr- too. She man. ain't new to this. She true to this. She's been stealing from old people for a long time. There was this uh, movie on Netflix. And I'm not sure if it's still there, but it was about like people like pretty much stealing from like older people. Mm. And it had like Peter Dinklage in it. And it was a good movie, but it made me furious, like so mad. Like, you know, these people like, you know, had dementia or, you know, they lived their lives, they did the thing, but, you know, they just don't happen to have any loved ones or, you know, the children are some assholes or whatever the case may be. And then you're just taking full advantage of them. And it just, just is disgusting. Like, I hope, I hope she gets those additional 20 years. It's coming. I feel like Jesus walks and she going to do the town. Oh, hell yeah. That's all the ink shit I ain't, I got. What about you, Sir Nacho? Cool. I got three, four Ys. Let's go. Remember the 70s show? Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis. Kunis? Kunis? Well, apparently they're going to reprise the roles in the 90s show. Are they currently age appropriate for the 90s show? I feel like it's been 20 years probably since that show came out. So probably. Hmm. That's but they were cool. old when the 70s show came out. Like they were playing 18 year olds when they were clearly all 27. So Except for Mila, she was 16. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. But Mila's got to be what, like 30 something now, right? Yeah, late 30s. Yeah. So it's been 20 years. Okay. So, so I mean, yeah, it would align with works. the show, but it kind of works. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't get it. They try to do the 80s show with a different cast and it that bombed. I, I yeah. don't think it went past two episodes. Don't think so either. Uh, Danny Mc, not Mc, Danny McBride, Masterson will not be reprising his role. I'm sure. Who's that? That is. Oh, the, the one who got. Cool. Yeah, I remember him now. Yeah, the, the glasses. Guy. Yeah, he won't be coming back. Yeah, yeah, they won't. They won't bring him back. He'll probably like 
you know, like, you know, like, remember, like, the Sandlot, like, he disappeared. No one ever saw him again. Like, yeah, that's, it's going to probably be like, anybody seen uh, Danny? Like, mm, he disappeared in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> probably overdosed somewhere. Took a hit of acid and never seen him again. No. Um, saw an article talking about how Jason Statham just wrapped up Expendables 4. Hmm. Stop. <laughs> I hope this is the stop button. Yeah, I hope. I mean, like, at this point, they've ran out of action heroes. Or, like, most of them aren't in any type of shape to be doing this type of movie. Oh, no, no, no. They, they, the Expendables was a great concept. Faulty follow-through. Not an interesting series at all. No. Like, the first one wasn't bad. Like, again, like, to your point, good idea. But then they just got worse and worse as it progressed. And I, I blame Sylvester because I feel like he was like, I got this. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you don't. Yeah, like, he's, he's a, he's an hire old somebody. man. He's a 70 plus year old man. Yeah. And it's but like, I guess they could use like Liam Neeson, Nielsen, and I don't know who else does action. Yeah, but it's like they try to bring in these young actors. Like, I think like in the third one, they had like Van Damme killed one of the Hemsworths. Yeah. And it was just like, and it was just like, it was just like, that's not it. Like what? Like John Claude's old as fuck. Like I mean, why? Like you bring in these young people to, I guess, to get the audience come in, and then you kill them off, <laughs> or do you don't use them like to their full potential? Like if anything, you should be like indoctrinating a new generation of action heroes or something. Action but- movies work for men, like just straight up action movies. Action movies work for men who are born between. 65 and 85 you don't need to bring in young actors you just need to have action yeah you know what i mean like that's just that if 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 the if the catch-all is action then that's who you need to that's what you need to bring to the film Hayden christensen and whatever liam helmsworth that shit ain't gonna do it no one cares no no one cares and even like um what was i about to say i was gonna say something but like even with like some of the other people, like they don't really even use them like that. Like Chuck Norris, I think had like a 10 second scene. He's uh, 80. Yeah, yeah, but still it's like, all right, give me something like like oh, I was gonna say, like, that's why John Wick kind of works, right? Because it's just murder. Like there's murder, no real murder. plot. Like, if you really think about it, John Wick in, in the three movies, it's over the span of like a week. And he literally is just dealing with just killing people across the world nonstop. <laughs> Yep. Like he's living in all three movies because he's that fucked up. But he hasn't had time to heal. <laughs> like yep. he is toe up from the they, flow they, up. They tried to incorporate a story into the third one and they were like, whoa, this is stupid. Yeah, like it just ran it just, like it just went places that why oh, the fuck did he get his finger table? cut off? Like, why do we have to cut off his finger? Like yeah. that is not it. No. This is this now we have to film the other movies with his hand in a bandage without a finger. Oh, it's like, CGI that shit or something. Like, come on. We, we're going to see segments where he has five fingers on that hand. That oh, shit. of course. Somebody in editing is going to miss it. They, they're going to fuck it up. It's just one of those, like, just keep shooting people and make sure you shoot him in the head. That's the part I love about John Wick. He made sure he shot everybody Yo, in the head. I was like, dog. He would there's... come back to come to shoot him in the head. Yep. So my last for why is something on thisiswhyimbroke.com. Mm-hmm. Hanging testicle stress ball. So you, you attach it to the underneath your desk, and it's just a pair of testicles that you squeeze when you're stressed. <laughs> so so inside of truck nuts, we got desk nuts. Yes. Cool. Yep. And uh, it says, sorry, the video does not exist. So I guess they <laughs> people were doing too much. So yeah, that's my last <laughs> for why. And it's only 25 bucks. Only? Yeah, I know. Yikes. 
Well, uh, looks like this is the end of the show, and this is the beginning of me thanking you all yet again for joining us in judgment. Remember, you can, should, will, and are welcome to be a part of the show by sending us an email, leaving us a voice message, voicemail message, or reaching out to Sir Nigel via WhatsApp. Email address is don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. The phone number is 410-834-1562. And the WhatsApp is Don't Judge Me Podcast. In closing, I'd just like to say, enjoy life. Do whatever you want with that life, just as long as you don't judge me for judging you. Yep. Now, I remind you guys about our um, Instagram and Twitter at Don't Judge Pod. Uh, so, you know, come by, share us a titty pic or some crazy or some funny or even add some comments that we can talk about on the show. You know, we love to do shout outs or call us. So, I mean, definitely love that. I'm going to steal this. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to steal this from another show that I heard. If you're listening to the episode right now, leave a comment of desk nuts under our most recent posts. If you're listening to the show right now, leave a comment of desk nuts and receive something fun in return. Sorry, sorry, oh. Nigel. Yeah, no worries. Um, I'll leave with these two thoughts. Balls are just dick titties. That's mm-hmm. the title of the show. Yep. <laughs> and news are played out. Send me a video of you reading so I know you're not dumb. <laughs> reading is fun. The mental.